Gay Savvy. Ouch. Mm. Ouch. Is everyone well? I'm well. Oh, I'm absolutely amazing. It's been an amazing week and there's just so much amazing stuff ahead tonight. I can't wait. It is going to be an excellent show. Scottish John is going to take over What's Got Your Goat, so stay tuned for that because that'll be awesome. We're also talking sexuality and sports stars, uh, so definitely listen in for that and a whole bunch more exciting things. You guys can always contact us via our Facebook page, that's Gay Savvy, or jump on Twitter and Michael will be there to tweet you right back. I love your tweets. Tweet me, at Gay Savvy. Tell us what you think and uh, about what's happening tonight and anything else that you want us to include in the show. I'm here, I'm queer, I'm ready to tweet you in your face. Uh, so bring it. Bring it at me. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> Alrighty, let's go to a little bit of music and we'll see you on the flip side. You're back on Gay Savvy. Here with Kat and the two Michaels and Scottish John coming up a little bit later. Now, guys, everyone loves Frozen. I know you love Frozen, Michael. Uh, I have a love-hate relationship with it. I love it and I hate it at the same time, oh, yes. You seem to talk about it at a level at which would suggest that you love it. A mm, little bit. Now. Let it go. I could sing every word. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't let it go. Don't let it go. Because uh, I noticed this week in the news that it's, it's such a contentious issue for some couples that there's a woman in Japan who's actually going to divorce her husband because he didn't like Frozen enough. Oh, you see, Frozen, yeah, I'm not sure that I, uh, I agree with that. You know, I could almost divorce my child if he doesn't stop singing it. But, I mean, there are some movies where you've you got to draw the line. Like, you, you've got to have the person like them. And I, and I don't know, like, if my husband didn't like Rocky Horror, I don't know where we'd be. Oh, what does about that your on-air husband here? Does that mean I'm off here? the show? I'm done. Mm. Oh, we're lucky we still have a friendship after that one, you know. It, it was, it's close. It was nasty. Michael, yeah. do you have any deal breakers? Any shows that you'd be like, nah, you don't like it, you're out? Look, I can empathise with the Frozen couple from Japan. I recently broke up with my girlfriend, Caitlin, as you guys have heard last week. It wasn't over Frozen, was it? it? Was, well, here's the thing. I was over her place maybe four or five weeks ago and she was watching Frozen and I came in to have a chat about our impending the, the impending doom of our relationship and interrupted <laughs> Frozen. Now, it escalated to a point where she threw a phone at me. <laughs> And cut my cheek open. I have a scar. You guys, can, you, you can't see it at home, but you guys can see it. I've got a scar over my left cheek. Not a word of a lie. From where I had a phone hurled at me for daring to interrupt Frozen. Yeah, well, I mean, so I, I can empathise with these people. I you're, can understand too. You just be crazy. Watching my favourite movie, I was watching Rocky Horror or The Lion King or Aladdin, and and my husband walked in and tried to. I would I would hurl heavy objects at him as well. There's a fine line in relationships so and I, movies. I'm. I'm in the wrong here, is what you're saying. <laughs> I think I've been, so. I've been accosted and I'm in the wrong. Okay. Mm. If you guys out there have any deal breakers, movies, TV shows, things that you, you know, could not stay they with your partner. They don't have to involve assault. They didn't it like it. doesn't have to. <laughs> doesn't have to, yeah, involve assault with a deadly weapon. But it's probably better if it does. More interesting for us. Mm. Jump on our Facebook page or tweet us. We'd love to hear it. Absolutely. And uh, and let us know what you think of this crazy Japanese woman just divorcing him because he doesn't like Frozen. I loved it. I was reading about it and it's like he uh, they're, they're in separation and the parents are like mediating this because he went there and he saw it and his response was, yeah, it was okay, but it wasn't that good. Hey, it's very, very everyone's got a line. Everyone has a line and we want to know what yours is. Mm, there's a line in the sand. Right now we're going to go to a song that I really love at the minute. It's called High by Peking Duck. A bit dancey. Oh, I know you love this. On. You're on Gay Savvy. 
Welcome back to Gay Savvy. Now, before the break, we were talking about movies that you love, mm. movies that you're a little bit obsessed with, that you hold, you know, up there as, as deal breakers maybe for partners and things. Uh, and I know that you're chronic for it, Micah. <laughs> ah, I am. I'm chronic for it. You know, I would admit, I'm like, every week I'm talking about TV and movies. I love them. You, are, you get a little bit obsessed. For someone them. that's as busy as you and have as, has as many jobs that you do, I don't understand where you find the time. Surely, <laughs> surely you're not illegally obtaining this uh, cinema. Oh, really? I have no idea. No idea what you're talking about. But I mean, I, I don't sleep. The, I think the last time I went to sleep before midnight, I could not remember. That's why you had to watch all this stuff. But oh, I, I always dwell in my old TV shows. Everybody's got that old show that you watched as a kid that you love. One of the ones that's always touched me, lived deep within me, is Captain Planet. Who didn't love Captain Planet? Seriously. Loved Captain yeah. Planet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll pay that. We used to play Captain Planet when I was in U1 at school. I used to be weird. Love it. Oh, I used to. I was the one with the heart. Um, Kwame. Kwame. But uh, it, it's. For someone that loves Captain Planet, you don't know a lot about it, Michael. Oh, shut your face. Um, but it surfaced <laughs> again the other day. Um, this article popped up and it was telling us famous people that have voiced characters that you had no idea. And I didn't know who was in Captain Planet. And I had a freaking conniption. I was so excited. Take a guess. Who voiced Gaia, the spirit of the Earth, who summoned the Planeteers? Guess who that voice was? I don't know. Tell me, Michael. <gasps> Whoopi freaking Goldberg. Really? really? Yes, the uh... world's biggest Lezo was on the world's <laughs> biggest kids show. I love it. And also, Meg Ryan was one of the villains. Dr. No Blight? way. Yeah. Dr. Blight. Uh, I think it was, um, yeah, Dr. Blight. Dr. Blight was my favourite. Dr. Blight looks like hair. Meg Ryan. She, yeah. she does. I just thought that was absolutely amazing. Mind blown. Nice. Yeah. Done. <laughs> absolutely blown. Um, but I mean, and it happens all the time. There's other shows, like, they've got the guy from, from Oz, one of the cranky ones, uh, is one of the M&M's, voices of the M&M commercials. Truly. Yeah, yeah, and uh, these other crazy people. Michael Sarah voiced one of the Berenstein Bears wow. in 2003. Oh, I remember the Berenstein Bears from when I was a little kid. They taught you how to tie knots. Yeah, they did so many, many things. There were so many different people that voiced them. I there love was, what um, you love. Oh, yes. It's just amazing. I love it. I love it. But we uh, we want to know what you guys love. Was there any other things that you were ever mystified by? You had no idea that these people were in your shows that you found out that you can tell us. I want to know. Spoil my childhood. Tell me who was in my favourite shows that I didn't know about. You can call into the studio on 3221-0197 and tell us. Or shoot us a tweet, at Gay Savvy. And uh, let me know. Ruin my childhood. It could just make your childhood better. It could. It could make it better. This one made my childhood better all the same. So, you know. Why not? Now, Mm. let's keep dancing if you're dancing at home. Because I think we're going to go to a bit more dance music. (laughs) Oh, you and your dance music. I love it. This one's Sunlight by Mode Step. You're on Gay Savvy. You are back on Gay Savvy. Now, in the break, uh, Scottish John was saying that we neglected all these really important, famous people I that had so voiced horrible. cartoons. He made me feel really bad. We, I mean, you know, he was Michael telling us all about um, the Planeteers, about Captain Planet, and, and all these kind of low-level cartoons. And Scottish John, in he comes. One, two, three. Who did we miss? I just could not believe um, that you missed out Tim Curry as Nigel Thornbury in The Wild Thornberries, and I had to come on here and mention it straight away. And Tim Curry is, uh, what's the show I hate? Rocky Horror. Yeah, back yes. to Rocky Horror. Yeah, yes. he was the original Frankenfurter, and then he has, um, yeah, he, he voiced the eccentric father in um, The Wild Thornberries, and nobody knew it was him for a very long time. I didn't know it was him until Shame on you, Cat and Michael. I'm straight. I don't have to know these things. <laughs> or what about um, Mel Gibson, everyone's favourite 
fundamentalist Christian Australian as John Smith in Pocahontas, which was something of an odd choice as he was a British person soldier going to America played by a dickhead Australian. It was a, it was a bit of a strange situation, but yeah, that that was another one that you guys missed out. Wow. He never threw a phone in anybody right. though. I got one. I got one. Talking to Tim Curry. Wasn't he the bad guy in Fern Gully? Was he? Very possibly. I would need to check that out. I believe so. Michael's giving it a thumbs up. That's one for the good guys. There (laughs) there you go, guys. I got one. You know what I love? Celebrity voices in like The Simpsons and stuff. Like those guest stars. Especially when they play people you wouldn't know like themselves. When um, uh, Bart got a girlfriend, Jessica Lovejoy, Reverend Lovejoy's daughter. Mm. It was Meryl Streep. What? Yeah. Who knows that, man? Even when you hear her. I don't know the voice. doesn't sound anything like her. It's wow. incredible. That's really weird. You know, uh, back when Michael Jackson, they, they did an episode and he was a crazy person. On Showing the show. your age. That's an old episode. Yeah, oh, hey. <laughs> 91 or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that was actually voiced by Michael Jackson, but he refused to let them credit him. He as said, as, as the big fat. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was actually Michael Jackson. He's like, yeah, I'll do the show. Yeah, I think it's but credited. But you can't credit me. At the time, that he wouldn't wow. let them credit him. And after that, the producers said, no, that's it. If you're coming on the show, you got to be credited. Wow. Which is, which is fair enough, because if you want your name associated with something as big as The Simpsons, why not? Why not? Well, if you want your name associated with Gay Savvy, jump on our Facebook page. <laughs> Tell us what <laughs> else we missed. Nicely done, Kat. All right. You can join us in the chat room, too. You can go to switch1197.com, and, uh, and you can join Michael in the chat room for a bit of a chat. In the meantime, I know this is a favourite of yours, Straight Michael. Talk to me. Retrograde. By oh, Blake. What do you God. Think? I love it. You're on Gay Savvy. You are back on Face Savvy here at Switch 1197. Now, it's time for some education. Michael. Turn off your mics, kids. It's my turn. Yeah. (laughs) Now. Let's get educated. Let's get educated in here. It's funny you throw it to me because I realise that I've been quite selfish with my segment over the last few weeks. You selfish never. And look, I surround myself with a lot of gay people and a lot of straight people and they've all got questions as well. I found myself this week in a conversation with my roommate whose brother happens to be gay and we were talking about all the different variations that the gay community has for types of people. So you can be a bear and you can be an otter. What else is there, guys? Tell me some more. Oh, these days you can be anything. You can be a, a giraffe cum. if you want. You can be a giraffe. You can, you can be all sorts of things. Now, can we... you be a wolf? <laughs> a wolf. No, you can't be giraffes, just to, to, to clarify. I made that up. Can you be a wolf in giraffe's clothing or something? Can, can it get a little bit weird, a little bit freaky? <laughs> They've got so many names. I've, I've been introduced to pups lately. You pups. can be a pup. Pup is pup. a thing. Well, yeah. the point of all this... It's a, so is a pup the, the young version of a wolf and the cubs the young version of a No, pups bear. are people who put on puppy gimp masks and, and walk around. Oh, was it... A, oh, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Guys, you guys are getting off topic. Yeah, let, anyway, let me ask the tell question. Tell me your story, boy. <laughs> What's the question? Well, no, I realise that I've been quite selfish, and I need to start throwing this question out to my friends and and, and my roommate, particularly this week. Now, we want to know in the gay, in, sorry, in the straight community, we only have this one to ten rating system. You 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 you're seven or you're eight. You're hot. You're not. In the gay community, you have all these variations. Why? Why do you complicate things so much? Why do you throw glitter on things and make it difficult? I want to know. Get on Twitter. Jump on Facebook. Tell me why this is happening, and we'll talk about it when we come back after these two songs. Yeah, absolutely. I bet you'll have a lot to say about this, Mike. Oh, I've got a million things to say, but come and join my voice, add it to the conversation. Oh, very good. Well, let's listen to some Grimes. This one's Genesis. You're on Gay Savvy. You are back on Gay Savvy here with Cat, Michael, Michael, and Scottish John. Now, before the break, Michael, you 
put a very interesting question to us about why it is that uh, gay men especially have so many different names for their little collectives. I don't yeah, know what you call them. It's, it's from my roommate Sam, basically, and he was saying, why, why, do we, what, why do we, why do you complicate things, guys? What's wrong with the one to ten? Oh, look, I think people have such different ideas of what, it, what they're attracted to and they feel like they have to subcategorize so that ba- so that they can... Basically, as gay men, you're being more organized. Yeah. <laughs> that's where we're at with this. That's totally it because like, hmm, we can't just have hot or not because everybody's difference of taste is hot. So, let's categorize everybody into that so they can be the best hot of the hotness that they want to be. It's so <laughs> weird that trying to understand it. To do that with that being couldn't sound picky. any more ridiculous. I know. I know. But it's like, well, because some people go, oh, you know, he's hot. And someone go, well, no, I don't think he is at all. And, like, and someone will be like, yeah, he's a total bear. I dig that. Absolutely dig that. I'd be like, So, with, okay. there, there is a certain level of discrimination within the gay world to other gays. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Some people were just like, that totally is not my thing. I'm not attracted to that at all, but I'm attracted to that instead. And I think that's a way to maybe make them easier for it. Like, it's even broken down into, like, apps and stuff now. You like you talked about Grinder and stuff, but it's not just Grinder. There's, like, Scruff, which is specifically for hairy men. So <laughs> I think it's extraordinary that you've found a way to make dating organized. Ah, uh, of course. Of course they do. It's, uh, it's an amazing way. And I think it helps people that, that feel differently as well to have a, a culture they identify with. Like, when you've got people and everybody's aiming to be, you know, toned and gym gorgeous... And then you've got these people that are like, well, I'm I'm a little bit chubby and i got a lot of hair and I want people to love me. So, can't we just organise that so that people know where to find it? <laughs> what about you, Kat? Are the lesbians just as shallow as the gays? Oh, almost certainly. No, maybe not so much. I don't think we've got that many. Um, but we don't have animal characterizations. It's like dykes and baby dykes and boys as in B-O-I. And yeah, no, there are. And butchers and femmes. Butch and femme and... Oh, there was one really weird word you had. I can't remember what it is, but oh god, it, it threw me one day. Um, <laughs> it'll come back to me one day, and I'll let you know. But yeah, you lesbians are funny like that. <laughs> hey, I just want to put it to straight, Michael. Wouldn't it make your dating life so much easier if you could narrow things down? Look, I'm almost thirty, so yes, I'm going to say <laughs> I'm starting to get very worried about my dating life as I'm now single again. But hey, work it out for me, guys. Yeah. Tweet in. Tell me what we can do in the straight world to make it more organised. Take the lead from Michael James here. I need help. Mm, help the man. Absolutely. Now, let's go to a movie that's just come out right now, Maleficent. I know you'll be super excited about this, Michael. Ooh, I just found out how to pronounce it. I'm excited. This is Lana Del Rey's version of Once Upon a Dream. You are back on Gay Savvy. Now, before the break, we were... Talking, we, we, we were being educated. <laughs> we were. We were being educated by the straight one again. I do what I can. Well, not well, it's by educating. Yeah, it's oh, we're educating. educating I'm not, edu- we're let's be serious. I'm not him. educating anybody in this studio. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you're going to have to because I'm going to ah. throw it to you, actually. Oh. You're pretty sporty, Michael. I've been known to kick a ball around. Mm, and you know your sports. And we've noticed lately there's a big push to try and end homophobia in different sports codes, especially in football. And I've noticed. Yeah, everyone's sort of talking about it. There was an mm. article in Star Observer yes. uh, by the Burgess brothers saying that, you know, they want to for push for equality. But I want to know, how many uh, guys do you know, Michael, that you play sport with who are openly gay? None. Zero. Really? Zero. I, I was an athletics boy most of my life, and I don't know anybody in my personal circle who has come out. And obviously, later in life, I've taken to, to football, soccer. Um, and, I, and look, I can tell you, the Premier League, the biggest league in the world, has had one player come out ever. 
Thomas wow. Hitzelberger for Hitzelsberger for Aston Villa, uh, and in the American League, Major League Soccer, they had their first ever Los Angeles Galaxy player. Oh, Robbie that was Robbie Rogers. Yes, yeah, so two players that I know in these major leagues have 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 come out, and that's I, I don't know them personally, but in, in the media. So. Yeah, I mean they're professional, and I was curious because you are in like non-professional. Yeah. I mean you are good, of course, dear, but <laughs> do you, there's not even any in non-professional. I no, I know none. And it is a common slur used on the sporting pitch. Oh, you're so gay, oh. you little homo. Things like that. It, it's quite prevalent and it's not great. Yeah, well, there's so many people coming out and supporting it at the moment. That's like, I, you can't swing a handbag without hitting some high-profile person in sport who is actively supporting this campaign. Yeah. It's everywhere, but they've got no one to support. No, unfortunately, at, like, at, at the grassroots level, it's not as prevalent and, and the support isn't there. I mean, if, if I was gay... I would struggle to come out uh, to my teammates and and in my sporting leagues because there isn't that same level of some sort of authority coming down on those gay slurs. They're trying to now. Like, they've got the legislation stuff out. And it was amazing one of these articles was talking. They were saying statistically, you know, based on the lowest stats of of, um, gay people of around like 1% and 2% or something, in professional Australian sport, that means there's about 40 of them. 40. Where are they? Where are they? There's all these people out there to support them and they're not coming out. We've got a lot of trampolines, a lot of divers. That's probably the, major- mm. the vast majority. Ice skaters. Ice skaters, yeah. Of- <laughs> uh, do you think that's part of the reason? Are there some sports that are more amenable to you being gay than others? Um, look, I think so. But yeah, I, think I, I still feel the some. support network and, and, and the history and the culture isn't there to support gay people coming out. I'm not saying it, it should or it shouldn't be. Well, in fact, I'm saying it should be. Mm. But it's not there. And you've got people like your Jake, Jason Ackermanises coming out and telling these players to stay in the closet because it's easy for the oh, team. He needs a kick okay. in the tits. Seriously. But uh, th- I think you're right, though. There are some sports that it, it does. Like, you know, if, if the wa- Sydney water polo team came out of the closet, everyone would be like, yeah, thank you. Yeah, of and course. If, and if the, the hockey, <laughs> women's hockey team. It's these boys yeah. club sports that yeah, you're going to find it more difficult. It's the football and the soccer and stuff where it's not happening. So... What do you know? I mean, I would love to hear from anyone out there if you actually play in any kind of competitive sport like that, football, rugby league, rugby union, soccer, yeah. any of those things, the two are the same one then. Um, tweet us or Facebook us anonymously if you want to or call into the studio anonymously and, and tell us. 32210197 is the studio number. I'd love to hear from you. Definitely. And stick around, guys. We've got a little bit of news coming up next. But this one is Breeze Blocks by Alt J. And you're back on Gay Savvy here on Switch 1197. (laughs) It's time for a little bit of news. Living Positive Victoria has launched a new interactive poster campaign. The campaign, called Stronger Together, celebrates the support the organisation draws from the community. Community and business groups will also be able to interactively engage with the campaign by submitting a photo that represents them, or alternatively, they can choose from a selection of images representing key populations. So hold on up for businesses. <laughs> it's basically, rate me. Slovakia's Smyr Social Democrat Party and the Christian Democrats have joined together to amend the Slovakian constitution to define marriage as between a man and a woman, effectively banning same-sex marriage. The amendment was passed 102 to 18. Slovakia Prime Minister Robert Fico said the amendment would make little difference as it only confirms what is already in Slovakian law. That's like um, Hitler and Johnny and Freddy Krueger having babies. That's insane. I'm okay with anything forcing Slovakian women to only marry men. They are stunning and I want them all to myself, Kat. I'm sorry. They are <laughs> absolutely gorgeous. Melissa Etheridge has tied the knot with her partner, Linda Wallen, the creator of popular TV series Nurse Jackie. 
People magazine reported the couple couple wed in a lavish ceremony at San Isidro Ranch in Montecito, California over the weekend. Etheridge wore a suit and Wallen wore a white wedding dress. During the ceremony, Etheridge serenaded Wallen with a new song written especially for her. And the reception was held in Bunnings. <laughs> LGBT advocacy group All Out will deliver a petition to Parliament House in Canberra today opposing the funding of chaplaincy programs in schools. To date, more than 179,000 people have signed the petition, which calls on Tony Abbott to protect all young Australians, including lesbian, gay, bi and trans people. The petition says, don't pass any form of the budget that contains funding for religious groups to take the place of qualified mental health professionals or social workers in schools. Yeah, whatever happened to the separation of church and state? This is the sort of thing I need Scottish John to comment on. This is his bread and butter. Ah, uh, it's just all insanity bred through our schools. We're going to talk about this one week, John. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get you on. I, I really want to have a debate with you over this because I think you're very passionate on this one and it just drives me mental. As someone who is straight, I can't believe that they would pass such religious things in public schools and private schools. It's nuts. UK consulates in Australia will begin accepting same-sex marriage applications from today with the date set for first ceremonies to take place on June 27. Australian same-sex couples, where one partner is British, will now have the opportunity to marry with family and friends around them without having to leave the country to do so. Marriage equality advocates have welcomed the news, saying it will increase pressure on the federal government to allow a free vote on the issue. Great. So now if you want to marry, you've got to snag a British man. Good work. Large corporations should send their gay employees to Russia, says oil giant BP's former CEO, to change opinions in a country that has taken an increasingly hard-line stance against homosexuality. Lord John Brown, who worked at BP for 41 years, 12 as its chief executive, made the comments in his new book, The Glass Closet, Why Coming Out is Good for Business. In the book, Brown encourages young people to do what he didn't, come out early in their careers because, as he says... I wouldn't want anyone else to go through what I went through. I'm all up for taking a stand, but that seems a little dangerous. I mean, it would be akin to sending the Jews to Germany in 1942 to, to try and make a statement. That's insane. Mm. We, we need, we need to, we, Russia needs help, but we shouldn't send the people who are most vulnerable in Russia to Russia. <laughs> to Russia, yeah, that, that seems a bit much. That's insane. It's a straight man. He makes a good point. I like. I agree. What I'm here for. I think if you've been the CEO of BP Oil for 12 years, maybe your views of vulnerability get a little bit skewed. Mm, I don't think he's really experienced time with the plebs now, has he? Mm, speaking of plebs, let's go to a song, Royals. This one's by the Lord. You are back on Gay Savvy. That was The Wire by Heim. Very cool bunch of ladies there. Uh, now we have a brand new segment for you guys, sort of. It's Angry John. <laughs> <laughs> he's Scottish and he's angry. He's Scottish and he's angry. Formerly What's Got You Goat, but this is all you, Scottish John. Bring the fire. All right, I kind what's of, upsetting you? I sort of prefer passionate John, but we'll go with Angry John if it's what you guys have unanimously decided. It makes you mm. think of, of you in a kilt, really. Well, what... <laughs> What's got me passionate slash angry this week is actually a little bit of a dated story from early March, but I've just discovered it, and it takes us, Kel Surprise, back to the United States of America, everyone's favourite, you know, Western, most civilised slash least civilised um, society that there is. A lot of dickheads. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, what I want to talk about is a classic American text, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof by Tennessee Williams, for anyone who doesn't know 
the story is about a protagonist brick um him and his wife are struggling with their marriage because he's struggling with his sexuality and for much of the play he has a big long heart to heart with his dad now at a production um a revival of this play um in february um the the play was disrupted by uh, a heckler in the audience who repeatedly yelled out derogatory expletives um and at one point he yelled out fag during this one-on-one heart-to-heart and so the guy playing the father got off stage and shoved the guy out of the exit door good on him you reckon see i think it's a good thing but what's really got my goat is the lack of support this actor has had despite the fact that the entire performance was being disrupted for everyone and the guy was the audience member was drunk and he knew what he was coming to see this actor was actually fired directly after the performance. What? No way! Even though there was a standing ovation at the end of the show, um, and that kind of lack oh. of support... How does that happen? Fired because he, he got rid of them. Yeah, oh, that... pretty much. Oh. And other actors have also come out against him, saying, no, he shouldn't have used violence, he shouldn't have laid hands on the guy, it's tarnished all of our reputations, and as a result, the show was cancelled, because the guy playing his son... Um, uh, quit in solidarity which is fantastic um, that after this guy was so shoddily treated by his industry none of the production staff or the theatre crew did anything to eject this man even though they were aware of his presence terrible he should have dragged him by his hair out of the bloody studio and thrown him on the footpath locked the door gone back in and got back on with the show well Uh, do you think he would have been fired if it had been a racist incident I doubt it. I think he probably would have been applauded. I mean, it's hard to speculate, but I think... Oh, yeah, absolutely. They would have been applauded and he would have been given some Nobel Peace Prize if it was for somebody yelling out an anti-racial slur. Well, what annoys me is that, like, there was, like I said, a standing ovation at the end of the show. The public was clearly on the side of the performer who was being abused, and yet, you know, they've decided to make this this decision to fire him, which has just completely undermined his performance and also this stance against homophobia that we're all trying to take. So that's what's got my goat this week. Ooh. Oh, that, I think there's all of us fired up. Yeah. I, rah. That's, that's just, it's the injustice of it. It is. It is what I, is there anybody that has a differing opinion? Because there's that argument to have that, you know, the guy shouldn't have broken character and he shouldn't have assaulted, which, you know, I'll hear that argument. But does anybody actually agree with that out there? Is there anybody out there? Can I you would tell certainly them? hope not. Mm. Well, tell us. But don't tell be us if afraid. you do. Don't be afraid. Get on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Jump on Facebook. <laughs> jump on Twitter. Or you can call in the studio live right now. Three double two one zero one nine seven, and let us know. Are you angry? Like angry, John? Are <laughs> uh, you got your rage boiling up underneath your collar? Does that does that get you fired up, or do you think? Is he's wrong? I wouldn't want to tell him he's wrong. No, I certainly wouldn't. I'm, I'm like only in the room with this guy's at the moment, so they're all too afraid to say that I'm wrong. If you guys think it, that's fine. Put it on our Facebook. I'll come after you. <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna go to resolution. How appropriate by Matt Corby. You're on gay savvy. You are back on gay savvy. That was drop the game by Flume and Chet Faker. Now we don't want to obsess. But Frozen is the gift that just keeps on giving. We're Makes my go. cheek tingle every time I hear the words Frozen. Isn't it ever? <laughs> it just keeps on giving all the time. As, well as, as much as it depletes our sanity as well, though. Um, <laughs> if I have to hear my 12-year-old singing it in the shower one more time, he may not make it out of I the bathroom. I think thou doth protest too much, Michael, because you keep saying that, but really, you're the one who likes it the most. I sing it in the car alone when nobody else is there and can see or hear me singing it at the top of my lungs. Yeah, well, you're not the only celebrity who's out there singing. Oh, yeah, tight <laughs> celebrity. Of it. Did yes. you see George Takai this week? Oh, uh, it was the cutest thing I have ever seen. George Takai is like 72 years old 
And he just internets every day. He is so <laughs> just, good at just internetting. For the, the straight guy, George Takai of Star Trek fame. Yes. 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 Sorry. Yes. Straight boy over here needs education. Well, I would have thought Star Trek would be your thing. That's why I asked. Yeah. And he just gets her on the internet and he posts memes and he's gay because he and stuff all the time. And this time, the Westboro Baptist Church made some video about. Um, w- about Frozen being anti, uh, being promoting gays or something. So they did their own f- Frozen cover song, which was awful. And so he's done a miming version of the song with him snow behind him, a little beanie and a scarf, and he is miming the words. And it's the freaking cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it is pretty clever, and it's a lot more clever than the Westboro Baptist Church. How version. bad was the Westboro version? Because they can get pretty out there. Mm. It was pretty bad. Let it go to the gays. Let it go. Yeah. Oh, and they're, they're, they're puns and they're one-liners. I was like, oh, my God. They were just... It was literally the most bizarre thing that I could come up with this week was that that was our, our crowning winners for the Bizarre Files was the Westboro Baptist Church, who in turn made the cutest thing that I've seen in a long time. So yeah. thank you, George Takai, and thank you to the Westboro Baptist Church, <laughs> who, again, are also the gays that keep on giving. Very cool. Well, uh, coming up next, we've got Spence, so that'll be super exciting. Oh, he's going to tell us about music stuff. He hasn't been in for such a long time, and he has brought some very interesting music for us to listen to. So listen to what I'm going to play next carefully, and then tune in for Spence. You are back on Gay Savvy. Now, Spence. Hi. Hi. Welcome back, buddy. We've finally got you back. You got me. And primarily to tell us, what was that last song? Well, uh, look, I'll let you have a bit of a get. Did, could, could you recognise the voice, Michael? Mate, I tried to look at the computer and you slapped me. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pretend to know. I believe grabbed you by the shoulder and used force to drag ah, you back. My apologies. Yeah. But no, I didn't know it, mate. Uh, what, what is so special about it and why should I have known Look, uh, well, I, th- I think it would... And I, th- you know, I, I talk about this too because I think the queer community would just be you know, getting rock solid hard down there too considering this collaboration but uh it's uh robin and roiksop and and i'm actually quite uh you know confident to say this because if anything i've learned in my life if i like something it's not unique it's not just me there's like a lineup of a hundred other people that like it people that i think that are hot music that i like like it's sort of generic that everyone likes it so when you're a music i'm a music i'm I'm a trendy hipster but uh, there's a lot of trendy hipsters out there too so when i got excited about this collaboration i'm pretty sure it's safe to say that there are a lot of people too that are like oh my god this is awesome or if they don't know it yet think how good is that but robin and roiksop have gotten together and they've gotten together in the past and done girl on the robot for their junior album roiksop and then when robin did her part two part three part one album she also collaborated with roiksop again in one of her albums i think it was the third one they did a track together so they've worked together a lot and it's always been something they wanted to do to get back together and just jam and write music and that is what this album is about they've just dead set gotten together and it, it's not a robin album it's not a roiksop album it is Part robin and roiksop right what what Think, what do they come from? Do you know this, Michael? Are you no, aware it, of these two artists? It sounds either Scandinavian or Eastern yes. European. Got it in one. Okay. Scandi- so, and are they from other bands? So, Roiksop uh, are a band, uh, and Robin. You don't know who Robin is? I don't know who Robin is either. No. Show me love, show me life. Oh, right. Oh, um, yeah, I Scott, know that Scottish song. John's here nodding as well. Uh, I don't know. She's very iconic in the gay community because she's also done the Call Your Girlfriend. 
I need the show me love show me um, oh, Also, because um, you never were and you never will be mine. I know that. Yeah. Okay, yes, got it. Yes, got it. Okay, so, got it. Okay, now we know Robert. She, she has the same color hair as you, but in very trendy uh, looks, cat. So, um, but, but trendier, is that what you're trying <laughs> yeah, to say? Yeah, yeah. She looks just like you. Shorter. I like looking at her. Oh, Definitely shorter, but uh, <laughs> she's, she's done a lot of stuff. She's very active and has... A massive following. Roik's up do very disco-y riffs too. So nice. yeah. Well, I liked it. I'm definitely going to download I mean, that one. What have you got for us next? And this is another track from the album too. This is called Say It. I'm going to play it now. Listen to Gay Savvy. And you're back on Gay Savvy. Thanks for that, Spence. Very cool choice of music tonight. Oh, and, he's our music man. And he is. He's our music man. And you'll get to hear a lot more of his picks over the week. If you have a similar taste to Spence, then listen in for all his music segments coming up over the next few weeks because they're going to be really, really good. Bang now, Michael. Yes. You're always trying to tell me that everyone is gay. Yes, they <laughs> are. You always try to tell me that I'm gay. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Everyone's gay. If I say you're gay, you're gay. I can just pick it a mile away. I think you know. It's it's my talent. It's yeah, a gift. Not just straight Michael, but his straight brother too. Gay. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm actually <laughs> sus on that too. My gay does everywhere. Sorry if you're listening, <laughs> little brother. Oh, look, gay you're dar- hot. You've got a pulse. You're gay. <laughs> yeah, gay dar isn't defined as thinking everyone is gay though. Surely. Mm, oh, not everybody. I mean, some people I wouldn't want them to be gay. So I'm like. <laughs> You're I'm safe. Th- I think you deserve a whole segment. Yeah. Do you know who Michael thinks is gay? Yeah. Well, I know who I think is gay and who uh, everybody wants to be gay. And it was my favourite thing this week. Channing Tatum comes out of the closet. Have you seen it? I saw that on I Facebook. Have. You I have. I have. And I'm wary of these things since Catherine embarrassed me on air a few <laughs> weeks ago <laughs> for believing a fake link. So I don't even you click them anymore. I wait to come to the show and see if it's real or not. So tell me, Michael James, <laughs> is he gay? Ah, well, I tell you what, you have to click the link to find out and tell you what, the gays come in their droves to click on the link to see... If it's true, is Channing Tatum really, really gay? So you post this link up and you click it. And what happens? It comes up to tell you that you just got punked and he is not, in fact, gay. Straight. Yeah, straight. How many people have clicked on it so far? Oh, I have no idea. It must be hundreds and hundreds because every... No one will... It's one of those links no one will admit to clicking on. Like, I'm not that desperate. I want to go and find out if Shannon Tatum is actually gay, but I really did click on it. Oh, So when all the damn. gay men sigh, the straight Surely. women cheer. He is straight. But from your point of view, is he gay? Oh, I, I don't think so. I'm not a really big Shannon Tatum fan. Really? To the point where you can't pronounce his name. Yeah. Channing Tatum. Isn't that what his name is? <laughs> you said Chamming to, oh, to Tatum or something strange. Is he strange. the one that has his own name tattooed on his forearm? Oh, I is don't know. Is this the guy we're talking about? He's I, one of the Magic Mike guys. I the narcissism. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> that's amazing. As a matter of fact, I'm going to call my tattooist now. <laughs> oh, that's my name. Yeah, but I, I don't particularly think that he's going to really care that much. I'm not really a big Channing Tatum or Ryan Gosling kind of fan. I... That just doesn't do hey, it for hey, me. Hey, hey. Ryan Gosling, though, isn't he a real actor? <laughs> He's a real actor. Well, it was in the notebook. Yeah. Didn't okay. Channing like, start in softcore porn or something? Uh, stripping, I believe. Hey, there See, you go. Now, they're, they're worlds apart. Look, I, feel like, I feel like Ryan Gosling has had some classical training here, and <laughs> you're just talking about some ex-stripper. Before we throw Whatever. it to the Twitterverse and find out who you think is gay, I want to know one from you, Michael James. A straight man who hasn't come out yet, give me one that's not me or anyone in my family. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Cat? That's, that I think is that gay. That you think is gay that has not come out. That hasn't come out. That hasn't come out. Oh. 
I'm throwing this one to the Twitter sphere this week, and I'm using mm. words like Twitter sphere now in, in the impending doom that I do eventually have to join Twitter. Well, you you'll have to to get all those likes up. I just want you to know. Not to change the subject, but 3,000, no, 39,588 people, including myself, clicked on the Channing <laughs> Tatum channel. What is it? Channing Tatum. Oh, that's a mouthful. <laughs> clicked on that site. There you go. That's the official number. All right. Finishes, Kat. Tell us, who do you think's going? They haven't come out yet. He's come going, on. Oh. Come on. I know. I'm terrible at this. I have a terrible gator. Do it. Come on. Three seconds. Two. Who? One. Simon Cowell. Hey! <laughs> there she Cowell. She's been coached in Jump the corner Jump on there. Twitter. Tell us who you think is gay. It can't all be gay Michael over here letting me know. I need to know. I'm curious. Mm. Yeah. I can't no always intended. be right. So, yeah. All righty. Well, uh, stick around. We're going to go to a little bit of music. And when we come back, that'll just about take us out, won't it, Michael? Yeah, we're going to find out what's happening this week. And I'll give you the latest Queen's Ball update before we fire away. There's some amazing giveaways at the ball this week. You want to know what they are. That's exciting. Are you going to be the bell of the ball? Oh, of course. I'm always the bell of the ball, Dal. They just don't give me the award. So uh, those prizes are fantastic. Stick around. Gay Savvy. You're on Gay Savvy. You are back on Gay Savvy. Now, what's coming up this weekend, Michael? Oh, I know. I'm such a social whore, I have to tell you about everything that's going on out of our, out of our town. Mm. Um, there's a lot happening this weekend. You've got some of your usual stuff. Um, you know, obviously, Balls Out Bingo at Sporties this is Friday night. Um, you've got your usual drag shows that happen there over at um, The Beat as well. Not so much happening in the Wickham at the moment. While it is still uh, down for renovations, unfortunately, got the gaming room open and uh, not a hell of a lot else going on. Uh, however, there's lots of other little things. The Brisbane Hustle is having another game this Saturday out of Redcliffe if you want to take a drive out and see Are some you of your favourite gays in football. Yes, I'll be a ah, reserve. I'll be there. So I'll be out there for like 10 minutes. Um, just enough so I don't get damaged. Uh, also, very importantly, tomorrow is Cheated Hearts Queer Prom. Uh, you can jump on the Cheated Hearts Facebook page and have a look and find out all of the details for that. Uh, but Cheated Hearts have been taken off. They're nominated for one or two Queen's Ball Awards uh, this year. Uh, they've had a lot of success. Uh, and it's you know if you're part of that um, funky hipster music kind of crowd that likes the Cheated Hearts stuff, get along. Um, queer uh, Cheated Hearts tomorrow night. Also, there's a very important event tomorrow. A certain person... Here is turning almost 30. Almost It'll be happy 30. birthday to Michael uh, tomorrow. Thank you. Almost 30. I'll be 29 for a few more years to come, but tomorrow is my official 29th. Oh, the real one? It is the real one. It's I not am. like your fourth no, one? No, no. Today is my last day as a 28-year-old. Oh, you're old. You're older than all is of us. Is that old in the gay world? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> You're practically ready for a time. I've always, I've always operated with the assumption that I'd be desirable in the gay world. So if I was ever rejected too heavily by any girl, I could always just jump ship. But yeah, evidently, I'm, I'm running out of time. Unfortunately, you'll still be hot to the gays at 40, so don't stress. Perfect. Uh, so that's all happening. And also, of course, the creme de la creme of gay world happening on this Sunday night at the Queen's Ball Awards, Brisbane City Hall is where it's happening at. Uh, it's Sunday night. It kicks off at 6pm for the VIPs or 7pm for the general ticket holders. It's going to be amazing. All of the awards are up. There are only 24 hours left to book your tickets and vote for the awards. Have you voted for the most important amazing people in those I awards I have yet? voted. I have voted also. Yes. I have told everyone I know to vote because, Michael James, you are in the running for Media Personality of oh, the Year. Stop and it. And we would he like is? nothing more. Stop he it. Is. No, I voted for him. 
He is, and we'd like nothing more than to see you take that one out. I know. Oh, I'll be there. Cat will be there. Michael James will be there. We'll all be there dressed to the nines, suited mm. up, and ready to applaud the award-winning Michael James. Yeah. But other people there are much more important and better off than me, and I can't wait to see them win. I want to see the Brisbane Hustlers win uh, Community Social Group of the Year. GLWA, I'd like to see picks them up. Jackson Chili, um, uh, operator of... Um, T-Bar, that's right. T-Bar and QTs for T-Boys. Big trans advocate. He's up for a couple of things. And also Phil Brown uh, is a local uh, activist. I who said, Phil Brown licked my ear last year. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Phil Brown and is a wonderful lucky, man. You if you're just, lucky, I'll... Yeah, round two. Might just get round two on Sunday. Very exciting. All right, well... See you there. Yeah, it's been a wonderful show tonight. You can tune in at the same time next week to hear us all again. And we'll have all the goss from Queen's Ball. Uh, we're going to take you out on a bit of Florence and the Machine. Perfect. Have awesome. A great week. See you next week.